Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. Tonight, we conclude our discussion on the good society and what it takes to build it. We've been asking ourselves for the past couple of months, what is a good society? Should we even dream about a good society? Is it worth our while to consider a good society? And we've been looking at reclaiming the seven key pillars of influence, business, religion, family, education, leadership and governance, media, and arts and entertainment. Of course, a couple of our business leaders have added a a couple of other things that they feel are so critical that we cannot exclude. And those include things like technology, which really are enablers across all the seven platforms. But hey, they said you should add technology. And somebody else says, let's talk about finance. Finance is a big one you can't leave out. And somebody sent me a message and said, how can you talk about key pillars of influence and leave out sports? The whole world is brought together by only one thing, and that is sports. But the question we've been asking, can we build a good society? What does it take? And how do we reclaim these seven pillars of influence? Tonight, I'm going to bring you a summary of the thoughts shared by the various business leaders who have come on this platform. And we've had quite a while, quite a number of them. And so I'm going to bring you highlights of what they shared. And you can call into the show afterwards and we can comment on some of the thoughts that have been shared. The one that has hit you the most and the one that you find the most revealing. And so as I begin to play back some of the key highlights of the discussion that we've held on this platform since, since the beginning of the month of October, let us know which one thought is significant for you. But before we settle down to some of those thoughts that have been shared, let me remind you that we are closing in on the Springboard 2016 Roadshow. And if you have not as yet registered, you are close to being being narrowed as as they say when we're in the university because there are 38 days more to go and when registration opened last week there was a flurry of registrations across the whole country because our sponsors are giving a special package to mark the 10th anniversary of springboard now this is the deal if you are a young executive if you are an up an emerging leader in every in any field of endeavor if you're a young professional if you're a university graduate you are the person that we are looking for in the 2016 edition of the springboard road show and so just send the word register register to zero two four nine 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 five 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 and once you send that word you will get a link and it would enable you to register on uh, and, and attend the roadshow remember they are sending it by whatsapp and that that is the only platform we are activating on we are going digital all the way through and we are activating only by whatsapp and all across the country you can get to register by the same method just send the word register to springboard uh, to zero two four nine 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 five 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 and you can actually register digitally via your phone in the comfort of your bedroom and attend springboard it would also give you a benefit of the schedule so you know where 
the roadshow will stop in each city. All right, so these are the, f- the commitments we made at the beginning of the year 2015, and this is one Sunday more. And le- next Sunday, I'll, I'll, we'll wind down on these commitments and probably next year pick up a new set of commitments, maybe, maybe retain one or two, and then bring in a couple more, and then see how we can encourage each other to live even more fulfilling lives in the year 20, 2016. Right, so... The, the book, the first one is read a good book a month. And today, the book I am recommending says, Who Says Elephants Can Dance? And it's by Louise Gestner. Look up that book. Look for it online and get it. Who Says Elephants Can't Dance? You find that book and you will enjoy it. The second recommendation or the second um, commitment you signed up to at the beginning of the year is to attend personal development interventions. The third is to sign up to the SMS Academy. The fourth is to prepare a 20-year personal development and investment plan. And the fifth, and not the least, is to deliberately build social equity, valuable relationships that would help us climb all the way to the top. Talking about the SMS Academy, the word, the 142nd word we are dealing with is the word genuine. And today's message simply says the true secret of happiness is in taking a genuine interest in all the details of daily life. And that's a quote from William Morris. So simply enjoy your journey and take a genuine interest in all the details of everyday life. Let me pay some respect to our sponsors and when I come back we'll settle down and find out what have the business leaders been saying? What have some of the what are some of, some of our leaders saying about the good society and how we can build it. EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank, is committed to providing world-class banking services to our cherished customers. We have over 200 ATMs across the country from which our customers can withdraw cash for free with an EcoBank debit card. Use your EcoBank Visa debit card on any of our ATMs across the country and enjoy the ease of banking with the following services, balance inquiry, cash withdrawal of up to 5,000 Ghana CDs, account-to-account transfer, checkbook requisition, and mini statement using the atm saves time as it takes less than five minutes to obtain these services why join the queue when you can experience the convenience of banking 24 hours a day at our atms please visit any of our branches for your visa debit card and enjoy the speed and convenience in banking with your echo bank visa debit card echo bank is definitely the pan-african bank the Springboard Investment Club presents you with a rare opportunity to de- determine your financial future and to systematically chart your way towards that future by choice. As we learned last week, money has a language, and the more you understand and speak that language, the easier it is to create wealth and chart your path towards your desired future. And so you can get to set investment targets and work towards those targets step by step until you eventually achieve it. And that's the benefit of being part of an investment club. You can actually choose your target and you will be guided to achieve it in the long run. Very importantly, you get 24-hour access to a personal investment advisor and the fund manager Omega Capital would offer you diverse investment services. That is one more reason why you must visit the Alberts in Kanda and ask about the Springboard Investment Club. You can call these numbers 054-993-7333 or 
The Springboard Investment Club is the road to your first million. Let's take that break. When we come back, what is the good society and what have our leaders been saying over the past several weeks? Please don't go away. Ah, there's an Ecobank ATM. Now, check this out. I'm going to get money out without a car. Gosh, how did you do that? Don't you know that now you can withdraw cash from either MTN Mobile Money or Airtel Money at any Ecobank ATM and you don't even need an ATM card? Wow, that's great. And Ecobank has over 200 ATMs across Ghana. It's so convenient. Plus, it's super easy and totally secure. Withdraw cash at any Ecobank ATM from your MTN Mobile Money and Airtel Money wallets. For more information, just call free on short code 3225 from Airtel, MTN and Vodafone lines or 302 13999 That's normal charges. Terms and conditions apply. Echo Bank, the Pan-African Bank. By kind courtesy, the Springboard Foundation and Omega Capital, get ready to count your first million. Join the Springboard Investment Club, managed by Omega Capital. By investing at least 10 Ghana CDs every month or 120 CDs a year and watch your money grow to the millions in the long term. The Springboard Investment Club will groom you into how to invest, where to invest, how to identify investment opportunities and a lot more with access to a personal investment advisor. Omega Capital also offers top-range investment services including fixed income investment, private equity, real estate, mutual funds, pension fund management, and a lot more. Call plus 233 302 or 0246-390612. Visit or email info at The Springboard Investment Club. The road to your first million. 14 minutes past the hour of 7 and this is the summary of the good society as presented by the various leaders that have come through this show since the beginning of the month of October. Let me start with the thoughts of Patrick Iwa who talked about the most significant experience that has stayed with him for a while and I'm sure you will think about some of the times he stood on stage and and received big awards all across the world. I asked him a simple question. What is one of the most significant moments that made you feel I have arrived? Let's take a listen. You know, there have been many moments uh, along the way. I would say that the, the most touching moment for me occurred this year. Uh, I was having lunch with a student and she told me her story. Uh, She grew up in northern Ghana. Her family fell in very hard times. She went to, she moved to Kumasi to be a Kayoye. And um, she basically paid her way through high school as a porter in the market. And she applied to a chassis uh, two years ago, uh, was accepted but didn't have enough financial aid. Uh, She applied again this year and she was accepted. And, you know, when she tells me her family story, and I'm not going to repeat all of it here, uh, but it's a very heart-wrenching story. And she described herself as the luckiest girl in the world Mm. but the story she was she was telling me didn't sound like the luckiest girl in the world 
but at that moment, I thought, okay, the work that I'm doing has really transformed this woman's life in a very profound way. And I'm very fortunate to be in a position to affect somebody's life in such a way. Uh, so th this is very recent. You know, I went to my office and cried. Wow. 17 minutes past the hour of 7 o'clock. And Patrick left me thinking for a long time. Two things that struck me about that particular story. The fact that the most significant experience in his life was not one of the big things that we make a lot of noise about, but a very quiet encounter that could easily be a very meaning, meaningless one to somebody who doesn't understand the antecedents. But that experience was something significant for, for him. Let me read a scripture from the book of Job chapter 8 verse 7. And it says, Though your beginning was small, yet your latter end would increase abundantly. Another version says, yet your latter end will greatly increase. Though your beginning was small, your latter end will greatly increase. What that simply means is that you may begin small, you may begin from a difficult position, but as the grace of God enables you and as you work hard towards your goals, your latter end will definitely be greater. What the story did was send a signal to me about somebody who knows where she was coming from and therefore counted herself as the luckiest person in the world, even though one would say, listen, she's a very unfortunate person. She counted herself as lucky because she knew where God had taken her from and where she was going. If you have a dream, an aspiration, something very dear to your heart, and you are building all the way to the top and there are challenges on the way, don't look at the challenges. Look at how far God has brought you and be assured that the beginning may be small, but the latter end will greatly increase. And that is from Job chapter 8, verse 7. I also find it interesting that Patrick found himself describe himself as being very privileged to be able to to experience or encounter that young lady and he talks about the emotional impact on him of that experience and that talks about leadership servant leadership the kind of leadership that looks to the very heart of people and how to affect their lives that was a big one for me on the series let me let me go to the definition of yo figurants as a tribe he tried to describe the ghost society in the very first show at the beginning of the series on the 4th of October. Let's listen to him. The, the, the whole concept of the good society, um, and we can go back to uh, some of the Western philosophers like John Locke, who sort of defined the, the good society as one in which um, there was some individualism, a long and abiding allegiance to individualism, uh, but where the individual was left free to pursue their private satisfaction of others. Um, you know, which emphasize individual achievement and self fulfillment But over the years, I mean, we've seen that that has changed significantly, where the good society is one in which um, the society as a whole uh, facilitates and rewards um, the, the aspirations of the society and the community at large. Let me summarize what you said so far. You've talked about the fact that the concept of the good society, dating back to Western philosophers, was around the, the idea of individualism, but we have moved on to a new definition where we look at the societal gain as the bigger picture. Is that where we are? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You are, you are spot on that. 
All right, so that's that's something else I would like us to carry away as we sum up what we've learned over the past three months on the show, especially in this discussion about the good society. And that is the fact that when we talk about the good society, it's not just, just about our individual benefit. It's about the society as a whole. So if your actions, your thoughts... And the things that you do, do not focus on the big picture, but are centered only on your personal gain. You can't be said to be building a good society. The thoughts of John Quincy Adams come to mind very much at this point. Because he says, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, then you can call yourself a leader. And so who's a leader? And especially in the business field, where do we get our our thoughts from, our leadership antecedents, the foundations, where are they lead? The the thoughts of Lucy Quist are very important because it gives us a signal that right when our children are being raised, we must plant some seeds in them because she believes that leadership starts right from your childhood, the foundations that are laid. Let's hear the thoughts of Lucy Quist on the foundational values of leaders. Stay with us. Are you suggesting that the, the the business leaders' choices and values are often formed by the kind of environment in which they grow? I am willing to say at least 80%. Wow. At least 80% because it is what you know. And subconsciously, the things we know that we, we don't think about all the time, but they're subconsciously, they inform our choices, our decisions, our behavior, our interactions a lot more than we realize sometimes. All right, so I sit in the car park and I call Matthew in the studio and I say, Matthew, I'm, I'm around. And he says, all right. And I say, oh, I, I got here 20 minutes ago. And my daughter says, no, it wasn't 20 minutes ago. It was 12 minutes ago. Integrity pace. I say, wow. <laughs> wow. So here was I giving you wrong info. 20 minutes. I said, no, 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 no. I think you overshot that one. Please, integrity. Now, that is what I'm talking about. The foundation is very, very important. When you lay the right foundation, when you lay the right foundation, you grow with it. The challenge for every one of us is to look at the foundations that we are laying. And Lucy says 80% of our foundations are laid in our childhood. I recall this experience at the roadshow last year, the national convocation, where Dr. Otabel was asking what uh, speaking about foundations of leadership and talking about the fact that many, many people start in school doing things that they think are, are fun and, and, and doing the wrong things and they end up growing with them and then it begins to affect them in their corporate life. But he says the beginnings are right in your childhood and what you do in those times are what you grow up with and those things become the foundations of your life. Still staying with Lucy Christ, let me go to her thoughts on the family and building values based on family and let me just pick the thoughts of lucy on on family and share them with you the family has a safe haven when you go out there and you work hard and you come back there must be that place you can retire to and just be yourself not be ceo not be board chairman just be yourself even when the stress of work is pulling you there must be a place you can retire to and just enjoy being yourself without all the trappings of office enjoy this one Family, as I mentioned, is a safe haven, but you need to build that haven on certain values and principles. So it will be that great place because you created it to be that place, not just because it happened as a matter of, you know, chance. We 
have to be able to imbibe in the children of the family, but also even the, the adults, the parents, the the, the, grand, the people who are in that family should be able together to hold each other to a high enough standard every single day in a safe way that says, this is not one of our values. You know, when I was here the last time I talked about excellence, I talked about in- integrity, I talked about um, generosity, which are values. Because they're real values that I hold very dear. And, and, and they don't change. They don't change. I really, really, you know, believe in them. And so every single day in my house, I'm being held to them as well, as much as I hold other people to them. And it's the starting It's the starting block, maybe the, the second block after t- the individual. The next big block is, is the family. The family unit has to function in a way that develops and grows the individual so they can go and be a reflection of that family unit when they go out. Well, if you just joined us, this is just a, a summary of the thoughts that we've been, we've been sharing together on the show on the good society. And if you just joined us, we've, we've had some thoughts from Patrick Iwa, who talked about an, an experience with the, with a head porter that changed his life, or somebody who had been a head porter who's a student of a chassis. And then we heard the thoughts of Yofi Grant on how to define a good society. Lucy Christ has been sharing with us first her thoughts on foundational values and how they are formed in our childhood. And then also on family. We are talking about the seven pillars of a good society and how to build them and those seven pillars we've been looking at are business religion family education leadership and governance media and of course arts and entertainment let's cross over to religion and hear the thoughts of dr joyce Ayi, who says listen the fact that the person is called a pastor or some nice title in the church doesn't even mean that the person knows jesus christ let's find out the thoughts of dr joyce Ayi. You're saying that there are pastors who do not have a relationship with the living Christ. They wouldn't do what they do if they did. So why are they doing what they're doing? Because religion is powerful. Religion attracts people, you know. Religion makes you feel that there's an unknown and somebody has insight into that unknown. So it's worth following that person. So that person can manipulate you. How do we how do we correct? How do we get things back on track in that space? It's a space that people feel uncomfortable when you talk about I'm a minister of the gospel, but I'm saying that when you talk about the church, people get uncomfortable. But how do we get things right in getting some of the miscreants who <laughs> I like I like the word miscreants. <laughs> That's my choice of language. And I stand responsible yes. for that. But how yeah. do we get the some of the errors in those spaces to be corrected? Now quest to build a good society. Well, I think by consistently pushing the right message. You know, because you will never stop people who would want to manipulate and want to do the wrong thing. But if you consistently push the right message, I think you'll get it right. And those were the thoughts of Dr. Joyce Aye. In the book of Matthew chapter 7 verse 20 says, Wherefore by their fruits you shall know them. By their fruits, not by their titles, not by anything else, but by their fruits you shall know them. If you want to measure somebody's somebody's greatness as a leader, it's the fruits that they bear, not the titles they carry. And that is very, very important. Let's cross over to that big subject of education. Let's bring back the thoughts of, of Patrick Iwa. He's, he's built, arguably, one of the most spoken about universities, if I may use that word, the, 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 the uh, unenviable tertiary educational institution that many are speaking about as one of the models of 
of education at the highest level in this country, Ashesi um, University. Let's find out what his thoughts are about the challenges of our educational system. Let's have Patrick Iwa on education. It's um, a lot of it has to do with the approach to education, the focus on learning by rote, of memorizing information at all levels of education. Uh, that's a big problem. It's uh, it's also sort of a teaching philosophy that does not encourage curiosity, does not encourage people to explore, does not give people confidence. And so in a way, it takes a potential that people have to be curious and confident and to, and to do interesting new things and, and stops that. Um, but it's also, you know, the facilities, it's uh, the, you know, the, the personnel, the teaching that goes on or the lack thereof. Um, the management of our institutions, the management structure of our institutions are all problematic. 29 minutes after the hour of seven, and those are the thoughts of Patrick Iwa, who says our educational system is weak because our teaching philosophy encourages learning by root, which is an another name for true and poor. He says it doesn't encourage curiosity and exploration. The facilities are inadequate and the management structure is poor. When you hear about schools in which the dining hall is itself an assembly hall and is itself a dormitory. You realize that it is very difficult to raise children who can really, really, really make a significant contribution in that kind of environment. Let me bring you the thoughts of Nelson Mandela who says education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. Education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world and so those are the thoughts of nelson mandela if you have if you have if any of these thoughts that we are sharing tonight is making an impression on you and you would like to give us some feedback just send your thoughts by whatsapp on 024-9999555 which of the things that i've spoken about or the playbacks i've brought to you is really significant for you. The thoughts by Patrick Iwa on his encounter with the head porter or UFE Grant's definition of the good society, Lucy Quist talking about leadership values or foundations or talking about the family as a safe haven or even Dr. Joyce, are you talking about religion vis-a-vis a personal relationship with Christ or, or probably uh, Dr. Patrick Iwa questioning the challenges or, or identifying the challenges in our educational system. Let me give you some moments to catch your breath and think about these various thoughts that have been shared and which of them you find interesting. If you have a thought about any of these thoughts, send it to us by WhatsApp 024-9999555. Later in the show, I'm going to open the phone lines to share your thoughts on any of these things that we've spoken about and very importantly, also to wish somebody a Merry Christmas. It's the last but one Sunday in the year. God has been good to us. You have survived till this time because of the grace and the goodness of God. And so I'm going to give you a chance to, to wish somebody a Merry Christmas and to share any of the thoughts or to, to comment on any of the thoughts that has, has been, have been shared on this show. Let me take a brief 
musical break and bring you one of my favorite carols, Oh Holy Night by Maria Carey. When I come back, we'll, we'll have your thoughts on on the good society, the, the, the thoughts that have been shared, your comments on the thoughts that have been shared, and bring you some more sound bites. 38 minutes past the hour of 7, this is Springboard, your virtual university. And tonight, we are doing a wrap-up on our, se- our series on the good society. We've been bringing you the thoughts of some of the leaders that have appeared on this show and spoken about the good society. We've brought you thoughts from Dr. Patrick Iwayofi Grant, Lucy Quist, and Dr. Joyce Aye, let me bring you one more from Dr. Joyce Aye as she speaks about leadership and governance. The thoughts of Dr. Joyce Aye about leadership and governance, especially the bit about providing direction. Enjoy it. I don't want us to think that when we talk leadership, we're talking president, vice president, ministers alone. Right. We're talking providing direction at all levels and each of us must recognize that you don't have to go into partisan politics to be a leader right i mean who is a greater leader than you through the springboard you and comfort and all those people who have helped look at dr otabel when did he go and stand for election but he's reckoned as the most how do they call him? Influential, Influential person right. in our country. Right. You know, so leadership is about affecting people's lives positively because you stand on what you believe to be right and you help people to get there. All right. So you stand on what you believe to be right and you help people to get there. I'm, I'm sure if she was speaking in somewhere in the US, this this quote would have found itself into one of the leadership um uh, the big quote websites across the world. Because li- really, I mean it's just I'm just aligning this with the thoughts of Stephen Covey on this same subject. And it's just about the same thing that Jesse is alluding to. So Stephen Covey says personal leadership is the process of keeping your vision and values before you and aligning your life to be congruent with them. That's simple. It's not about title. It's not about how much you earn. It's about keeping your vision and your values continually before you and making sure that your life is aligned with them. What you see is what you do. Let me bring you the thoughts of James Abel White at this point. And let's start with his thoughts on leadership. And, and it reminds me of the, the man in the mirror. <laughs> The song The Man in the Mirror, sung by Andre Crouch and Michael Jackson. It talks about the fact that you look at yourself before you talk about anyone else when you want to build the good society. Start with yourself and finish with yourself. Once you get your your, your life right, the whole society will be fine. James Eber White talking about leadership. The individual focusing on himself first and foremost is a is the beginning. Because Albert, you have a huge platform. But bottom line, the only person you can change is you. Not even your children. The only person you can really change and influence fundamentally is you. So get busy, change yourself. And then hopefully those who look up to you as a role model may be inspired and may aspire to be like you or may be challenged to do the best they can in their own little world. And that becomes much more effective than you mounting the platform and talking down to people who all agree. Oh, yeah. Did you listen to Pastor Albert Reverend? Oh, the man makes sense. He, he, the man is good. 
Then he goes back and takes a bribe. What's praising you? All right, that was very special from James Ibo White. Uh, Pastor Tuakwa, did you hear that one? <laughs> the, you, you wake up uh, you, you wake up early in the morning and come and sit here. The only person you can change is yourself. <laughs> After you have changed yourself, then you can hopefully influence the rest of us to be better people with your devotions. Pastor Tuakwa is coming up next, and we'll talk about Christmas today. But let me read you the quote from Gail Shehi, who says, If we don't change, we don't grow. And if we don't grow, we are not really living. So growth demands a temporary surrender of our security, which simply means that, hey, if you want to stay in your comfort zone and you don't grow, you cannot change. Or you cannot, if you don't change, sorry, you cannot grow. And so to, to be able to grow, you need to surrender a bit of your security the things you are comfortable with and that is the only way you can grow let me let me let me bring down the curtain on these sound bites with one of course on arts and entertainment because we've we, we, we've, we've discussed it extensively we spoke to dr isi satalan adi about arts and entertainment and she shared some very interesting thoughts including singing a song oh it was that was very special we've also had a very very interesting interesting discussions with various leaders and I, I remember the thoughts of Kojo Adai Mensa, who, who, who loves sports as much as he loves business. But guess what? His passion is also about education. But let me, let me end this one with arts and entertainment and the thoughts once again of James Ebo White. Don't go away. Let's marry a society living with loads of stress. People leaving home early in the morning, yes. coming back late at night and looking for a safe haven somewhere that they can just be themselves and relax and say, wow. And, and, and ask about the arts as a tool for holding that broken society, yes. that, that stressed society yes. together. You want to comment on that? That is what my, my plays seek to entertain. I am aware that a person coming to watch my play has quite a lot on his plate. I don't know his world, but I know one thing, that life is giving him quite a good reason. All right. So a good laugh will be useful. So I give him a good life and be laugh. And because he laughs, he suddenly regains his bearings. He suddenly begins to realize, you know what? I think I have I was looking at it, I've been looking at this problem in the wrong way all along. It was not in the play. Because see, half of the time, what we need to solve our problems are within us. The answer to your prayers is in your hand. That's why God often says, what is, what is in your hand? They know. But it's been buried by so many things that you are not even paying attention. So when this comes and all those things are thrown away, and for once you are free and released, then suddenly things begin to pop before you. A word in the, a, a word of dialogue, a scene, suddenly comes alive and begins to minister to you far beyond what anybody could have imagined possible well and those are the thoughts of james abel white who 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 sums it up in a very special way listen if you want to call into this show you know the number to call and i'm going to open the phone lines in just a minute but before that let me give you the a quote from caroline birmingham talking about about laughter she says a smile starts on the lips a grin spreads to the eyes a chuckle comes from the belly but a good laugh bursts forth from the soul. 
overflows and bubbles all around. Those are the thoughts of Caroline Birmingham talking about laughter and the power of laughter as a stress reliever. This Christmas, as you think of how to spend your Christmas, find something that would make you laugh. Find something that would make you just exhale and, and enjoy yourself. And you, you will recover and, and, and you'll be prepared to cross over into the new year. All right. So these are the thoughts that have been shared on the show tonight or, 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 or a summary of the thoughts that have been shared on the show since the beginning of October, the 4th of October, when we started this series on the Good Society. If you want to call into the show, the number to call 030 221 Did any of the thoughts that were shared make a good impression on you zero three zero two two one six five four one you also want to wish somebody a merry christmas that's okay but while we wait for those calls to come through let me remind you of the springboard 2016 ratio that comes off in 38 days time and somebody's saying when is the accra show the good news is the accra is the 27th 27th of february at the Accra international conference center and you can register now just by sending the word register to by whatsapp on 024-9999555 i know a lot of you are registered tonight but there's still some small space left so make sure you register very quickly before the space gets all taken all right so let me go to my phone lines and see if we have somebody on the line hello good evening Zero three zero two two one six five four one is the number to call. And the thoughts that we've been sharing on the show tonight are the thoughts first of Dr. Patrick Iwa, who shared about an amazing encounter with a young person in Ashesi University. Yofi Grant brought us his thoughts on the Good Society. Lucy Quist shared about the foundational values of leadership and very importantly also her thoughts about the family as a safe heaven. Right. On religion, Dr. Joyce, I very importantly mentioned that the title that you hold does not mean that you have a personal relationship with the Lord. That was very, very, very hard. And then also, Patrick Iwa brought us thoughts about the, the inherent weaknesses in our educational system that include our teaching philosophy, inadequate structures or facilities, and then the poor management structure. I have been from Makati Hill on the line. Sorry about that, Ben. I lost you. The number to call zero three zero two two one six five four one. I'm having some challenges to my phone lines, but I'll get it sorted out so I can speak to Ben or anyone else who will call into the show. I brought you the thoughts of Dr. Joyce Ayi on leadership and governance. And she said it's not about titles that you hold, it's about influencing people. James Iberwhite brought us his thoughts and he said it's simple. Change yourself and don't think about changing others. I have somebody else on the line. Hello, good evening. Ben Jonas from Agege. Good evening. Yeah, good evening. Jonas, how are you? Fantastic. Eternity conscious, earthly relevant. Wow. Right. So have you been listening to the, the thoughts of the various leaders on, on the Good Society? Quite. Um, not really. Right. Not really, but I, at least I heard Uncle Lebo and then I heard Auntie Joyce. Right. You know, two of my greatest uh, um, role models and right. mentors. So very quickly, which where, which thought is it that has struck you the most? For me, it has to do with education. Um, I'm, I'm a teacher and it hits me that hard. 
Because I think they were just parking, <laughs> were parking things, were actually not engaged in teaching at all. You know, and that for me is a major, major problem. We should go, I think we should look at Albert Einstein's, you know, that statement. He says that the aim of education must be the training of independently thinking and acting individuals who, however, see in the service of the community their highest life problem. Is that what we're developing our educants to be like? Right. We're absolutely not doing that. Right. Merry Christmas to Mr. and Mrs. Loredo. <laughs> All right. Enjoy your evening and Merry Christmas to you too, Jonas. Thanks for calling in. The number to call zero three zero two two one six five four one. If you want to share any thoughts about about some of the sound bites you've played tonight, some of the thoughts that we've brought to you from the various leaders, call into the show. Let's talk. And if you also want to wish somebody a Merry Christmas, why not? We have this is the last Sunday before Christmas. You can wish somebody a Merry Christmas. I have Sally from Kufuridi on the line. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening, my boss. How are you? Very well, new. I'm also fine. Let me start by wishing you a Merry Christmas and to ask you, is there one thought that has stuck with you in this series? The series, everything has touched my life. Everything. The world is just about what you are discussing. Right. Whether leadership, everything. Everything. Okay, Patrick, um, um, Saifu, give me, give me, uh, if you want to wish somebody a Merry Christmas, you can go ahead and wish them. Yes, just about what you are discussing. I want to just, uh, wish Mr. E.D. Mate of Udumasis. He has brought me so far. Like all what you are discussing, it's just about this. It's E.D. Mate. I wish to wish him a very happy Christmas. All right. Thank you very much. I'm sure he's listening to Udumasi and he is enjoying your your Christmas wishes. I have Kafui from Adenta on the line. Kafui, good evening. Yes, good evening. Um, no. How are you? Very well. Merry Christmas to you, Kafui. Merry Christmas to you too and all our listeners. Right. So tell me, um, one one thought from the discussion of the Good Society. Yeah, my thought is on leadership. Right. And I think Auntie Joyce just nailed it directly. Wow, I like the direct it, part. It is about time we identify the various types of leadership and take them on when issues are not going well. Every now and then, everybody's idea is uh, um, geared towards political leadership. But I think that our chiefs, our opinion leaders, assemblymen, um, the imams, everybody that is in a certain leadership position, whether it is two, three people that you are a leader over, you have a responsibility to be a good leader. So... We, we personally, I have identified, for instance, socioeconomic leaders, traditional leaders, spiritual leaders, political leaders, and so on and so forth. And if every type of leader plays his or her role well, I think this society will be will be a better place for all of us. Thank you very much, Kafuri. Let's start with yourself and let's let's through the same thank challenge. You so that Uncle Uncle with to, yes, to you. Thank you. And, 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 and let's talk again next year as we cross over into the new year. Thank you. Thank you so very much. much. I wish you well. And I wish you well too, sir. All right, I have Julius from Accra. Julius, please lower the volume on your radio set so we can have this discussion. Julius from Accra. Yeah, hello. Good evening. Good evening, Julius, and a Merry Christmas to you. Thank you, brother. Right. Give us um, one one thought from the good the good society, the discussion about yeah, the good actually, society. 
Um, I, I joined in the discussion a bit late, but I heard that of the education and the leadership, and I found those two uh, submissions very, very uh, yeah, touching. Um, concerning the leadership, I mean, I always have a different idea when it comes to leadership, but the way Auntie Joyce put it makes it quite simple which for some of us uh, find it a bit interesting in the sense that if you have impact on any other person or some people, then you are probably playing a very good leadership role or to that extent, you know, putting yourself in uh, uh, the state of uh, maybe a leader. Thank you very much, That's Julius. Fine. Would you like to wish somebody a Merry Christmas before we go? Oh, I mean, to all Ghanaians, of course. To all Ghanaians. Okay, let yeah. me just piggyback on your best wishes and to wish all Ghanaians and all listeners of Springboard, the virtual university, a, a Merry Christmas. Let me salute um, Minister Eric Jeha and your wife, Gloria. Your your daughter, Aram, got married to, to join yesterday. And we thank God for your lives and we thank God for the thing that he has done in your life. We give God praise and we thank God for how far he's brought you that you can now soon become grandparents. It's a beautiful life. It's a beautiful day. We thank God with you. Let me thank Mr. Ohiniche, Mr. Yofi Grant, Lucy Quist, Dr. Joyce Ayi, James Ebo White, Professor Isisitalandadi, Dr. Patrick Ewa, Kojo Adai Mensa, George Ofusuhene, um, Kweku Beduado, you'll see Amoni Niza for coming through in this series on the Good Society. We trust that um, you're having a great evening and wish you a Merry Christmas. So for all of you out there, this is a Christmas week. We trust that you will have a wonderful time and that God will walk this journey with you and make it a meaningful one for you. I want to say thank you to you all for consistently being with us on this show for listening all the way through next week we bring down the curtain it will be a kind of thanksgiving show and then also a wrap-up show for the whole year next year we'll come up with a new set of of commitments and trust that we would have an even greater year in the year 2016 than we've had in the year 2015 all right so i want to say thank you to you all thank you so much for all that you do to make this a great show every single week my name is albert okran god bless you god bless you and god bless you good night Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert N.E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus two three three two four. 9999000. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, amazon.com, or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember you are blessed indeed. Oh, 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 oh.